0: You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network.
1: Hello, and welcome back to the Oz Network for our penultimate episode of The Amazing Race, season 34 coverage here on the Oz Network as we dive into what is, if not the best, one of the best episodes of The Amazing Race. I'm calling it now. Um, Please, I didn't brief this with Jared, so hopefully he agrees. Hopefully I'm Mm -hmm. not defending this episode alone, but we'll find out. I am Rossi, and I'm joined by, as I just mentioned, the tea lover, Jared himself. Hello, Jared.
2: Hello, it's good to be back.
1: Did I speak out of pocket? Am I am I wrong? Am I alone on this island of this is the, one of the best episodes, if not the best? Um,
2: I'm partly with you. Um, I mean, oh. I suppose we'll, we'll get into it, but um, like the scenery wise and feel like they're like, I've been there. I've seen that. Um, so good. Um. And result wise, so good. Um, I mean, look, it was great. I think just like the maybe like the very ending kind of like let it down a bit, but we'll get to that.
1: Yeah, I don't. I just loved this whole episode. I thought it was so good through and through. It felt like I mean, it felt tight the whole way through. Mm -hmm. Like genuinely, like anyone, like obviously, like we kind of had a feeling that Derek and Claire and Louis Michelle were going to make it through. Um, But like even then, it still felt tight. Like anyone could go. It didn't feel like it was like oh come on like save her this emily and molly boot or something like that like they, they like it didn't feel like that everyone was so close the lead changed and like you have like challenges that are not the standards like we had so many info tasks and everything felt like i don't know it just felt unique and different like compared to what we've had the whole season and like some of the issues we have about the race of like why are these starting groups a thing didn't really matter like it didn't factor into the episode at all So I just, I thought it was great. I I loved every, every bit of it.
2: Hmm. I do, I do agree that like throughout, I was way more invested in this episode just because everybody was like together. And like you say, it really felt like this could go any which way.
1: Yeah. It felt so live. Like, I mean, the, the Derek and Claire were like starting like last, but then they ended up catching up and being in first at one point. Like it Mm -hmm. just, like everything was just so exciting and live about it. So that's just, it kept me on my toes. Especially going in, we were like, oh, this Emily and Molly boot's going to be rough. Um, mm. And then to not have a conventional episode and let alone not have them leave, like it just felt extra exciting. Um, we should definitely talk about, like you mentioned, the familiarity that you have uh, and, and I as also share with the scenery of Iceland. Um, what were you familiar with? What did you see? Where were you? Were you at any of these locations?
2: What'd you do? Um, so I was at a couple. Definitely, I, like, noticed when they started, like, the entire leg, when they were getting in the helicopters, to me, that looked like, um, Skogafoss, which I'd been to, um, and then obviously, like, the pit stop, Gulfoss, like, amazing, um, and just everything, this made me want to go back so badly, like, I've always said, like, I'll definitely get back there, but this, I was like, I want to go back so badly, like, Iceland is just so... It's just so unique. Like, every time I think of it, like, it's just, like, that, like, black with then, like, the vibrant green. And that, to me, is just, like, Iceland in, like, a nutshell.
1: Yeah, I think I recognize nearly everything. Um, mm. I, I don't, like, I think, I'm not sure. The only thing I can't remember is if I was at that beginning uh, location. Mm. Um, I know of it, but I can't remember if I'm, like, it's, like, it's probably the most icon. one of the most iconic of Iceland. If you know Iceland, like, that's yeah. probably at the, the top. So I don't know if it's just like, I remember it from everyone knowing it or like, I was actually there. I, that's the one thing I can't remember, but everything else, I literally was everywhere else. Like I went to that place where they did the, um, the roadblock. I was at the, the, uh, end location, the Gulfoss. I don't even know how to say it, I'm saying it wrong, Mm -hmm. but, and I crazy enough, I'm just going to say it now. I literally did the, the swimming through the plates that they did. So it was so crazy to see them do, like, at, not mm. even just recognize location, but essentially I did the same challenge. Obviously, I didn't do the, yeah. the, the, <laughs> the volcano
2: identification. But, like, you just set it up for tourists, like everybody. <laughs> if you want to swim <laughs> through here, you have to complete this task. Yeah. And then I got
1: back in the water three or four times because I mm. couldn't get it. Uh, but you could relate then to
2: how cold it actually, like, yeah, must no, have it been. was.
1: I was there in summer and it was cold. Mm. Like, I don't know when this was filmed. It looked not like summer. But I, I really have no idea. But I can imagine it was. I probably was there when it was the warmest. Potentially. Mm. Or like close to the warmest it will be. And it was and it was freezing. So like I can only imagine for them. That it was probably even worse. Mm. Especially like as you know. It's a country that doesn't get much light. Um, no, Not yeah. in summer. So like outside of the summer. It doesn't get much light at all. So I'm sure that you know. Like a, 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 it was kind of cast overcast toward the end of the day. Like it definitely was getting um, colder for sure. Uh, No sun to warm you up. But yeah, I, anyway, I, I could gush on about all the stuff of Iceland and the scenery, which it's a great, it's a, honestly, could have been a final episode. I know that they always end in America, but like such a, such a scenic place, like that you could just, like this could have been such an epic finale in terms of Mm. the views and everything. Like it had helicopter ride, like it had hallmarks of a finale for sure um yeah but yeah like scenery was great it definitely added to the location uh, i loved the beginning like derek's like i feel like uh, a james bond <laughs> and claire's like I'm the bond girl right and it's like well <laughs> yes um, so you the, like, they, they all loved it it was such a it's such a cool moment And like they have the re- sort of like reflection on the helicopter and everything so it definitely sets the tone the episode of everyone being reflective of the journey so far and everything—it's definitely getting toward that end—and and you feel the emotions of everything. So it was, it was a cool, cool scenery mm-hmm. and everything. To have so let's start the first task—a root info task. When was the last time we saw one of these? Did we see one this
2: season? I don't know. It must have been I... ages ago. Yeah. <laughs> Apart from yeah, it's, it, one, a root info task that's not drive here <laughs> and yeah. pick up a clue and actually has them doing something. Um, yeah, this was a welcome change
1: um uh, another by the way i will say another challenge that i did because i was (laughs) on that very glacier um wearing those shoes so it was kind of crazy to them for to them to be there and everything and Mm -hmm. like landing the helicopter like on the glacier was such a cool thing like they're like oh wait we're landing here and everything it was such a cool start to everything and yeah like a root info task what is that i was like "I, i haven't seen one of these in forever um, the challenge was was a little bit whatever, but it was still, like, visually it was fun, and I just like the idea of, like, you know, it's, like, a part of the culture. I mean, not really it's mm. not really cultural, but it's, like, a cool, like, you can't really do this anywhere else, so you got to kind of appreciate doing it here.
2: Yeah, I think, like, this worked well because it was easy enough, but it still put, I suppose, enough of a gap between the teams to make, like, the very first driving part interesting um so to yeah to me it worked well although like as soon as this I was like are you are you kidding me like they've done Emily so dirty here like <laughs> this entire leg again is just going to be like everything that could possibly hurt her knee um but I mean she made it through it
1: yeah it really turned at the beginning of the episode like wow they're really doing her dirty to wow they're really doing David dirty <laughs> this mm-hmm. episode <laughs> um, I know that it's pre-planned, and and obviously Emily's injury was not um, something that happened, you know, beforehand. They didn't have knowledge of this, uh, but it's still like they just like they got to do someone dirty in this in this season. It, it, most of mostly Emily, but David got the brunt in mm. this episode.
2: But, um, but the he did get to go on a helicopter too, though, right? And as a <laughs> as a helicopter pilot, he was <laughs> living his best I life. Should have known
1: that they were going this episode when that was their content in the mm. helicopter. Whereas Lewis and Michelle were like, we're so close to the end, we can taste it, like this is exciting for us. You know, Derek and Claire were like, their typical selves, Emily and Molly are like, we gotta just, you know, do everything we can to stay at it, like our relationship and everything. And they're like, oh, I'm in a helicopter. I usually get mm. in this for work, but now I'm in it for fun. Yeah. Like it was just like, the content's not lacking, it was lacking. I'm an aviation mechanic and I do this all day, every day. <laughs> Yeah, it really was their like defining personality trait, <laughs> uh, which is unfortunate. Uh, but yeah, I just thought the challenge was good. I, it wasn't like spectacular, but I thought it was good. It, it was enough to do that the, mm. the, the the um the separation of the te- of the groups mattered, but not enough that it was like, geez, the, these two teams at the back are gonna get stuck at the back.
2: Yes. Yep.
1: Like it was enough to do that they got it that those. T- two teams got ahead they had enough lead to get to the next challenge and they would have stayed in the like first two slots if they like could navigate so like it wasn't like anything mm-hmm. that was like challenge based that messed everything up so i thought it was a good start and obviously doing something relevant to iceland is is always good to see the the them navigating to the the next challenge which um in stick shift cars i will note. which uh mm-hmm. i was thinking of you when when i saw that there was stick shift i was like you like this stuff and so this, like, proved to be way more difficult. The whole scene was really, like, comical of, like, I think Aubrey and... who's the first? It was Louis and Michelle were in first. And then they were like, we're going to go around because we're going the wrong way. And then Aubrey and David are like, Aubrey, um, back in the navigation spot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also made me think of you. Uh, and she's back and navigating. And she's like, I'm not... David was doing it for the last two, but I'm confident now. Yeah. Uh, and, then she, and then instantly the other team goes away. And they're like, we got to follow them. <sighs> And so she panicked. And then, meanwhile, Derek and Claire catch up <laughs> in enough time that they're like, oh, damn, they already finished the next challenge or w- next thing. We got to hurry up. Um, but they hadn't. They just turned around. And then they're mm-hmm. like, oh, wait, they're going the right way. Um, on top of the Aubrey, like, wait, Derek <laughs> and Claire always know where they're going. Maybe we should follow them. Like, the constant flip-flopping. Like, she's, like, going with the wind here. Like, it was just so funny, the whole situation. And when they get there, it's just like, wait, you're not done with the challenge? What?
2: Yeah, this was this was so good. It was amazing. Like one, the stick shift cars, which I'm assuming is what forced like Aubrey back into like navigation mode, um, was like I mean the dream. And then yeah, <laughs> them like being in the lead, and then like Lewis and Michelle in their rearview mirror, and then Lewis and Michelle turn around, and then they like get like paranoid and turn around, and then Derek and Claire going past, and then them like second guessing. I'm like, you followed Derek and Claire before and gotten like lost. Um, So I feel like they were almost pulling like the Derek strategy of like, well, I suppose at least if we stay together with one team, we'll both be lost, but I don't think they have like the challenge strength to pull that strategy. I'm like, no, you need to be like ahead of, of other teams. Um, This was so good. And I think what was made it even better was how unexpected it was that they struggled to navigate because Iceland is like a ring road. Like you've got like your main ring road and, I mean, yes, if you go the wrong way on it and you're heading away from your destination, but in terms of, like, self-navigation, in my head, it must be, like, one of, like, the easiest places. Like, I've driven it, like, you're either going the right way or you're going the wrong way. There's not all these, like, a million and one ways to get to a destination. It's, like, stay on the main road and then take your turn off to, like, where you're going, which will be, like, well signposted, like, these places, so... It was a shock to me that they got lost, but I was so glad that we got, like, this navigation issues and, like, paranoid, like, Aubrey throughout the episode.
1: Yeah, like, yeah, I, I didn't even acknowledge the navigation issue of, like, yeah, there's so few roads there that, like, mm. where are they going? Like, you know, other, like, main cities are, like, you've got this side street and this alley and this back way and there's one way directions this way and you can't go that way because it's, like, construction. Like, there's none of that there. Mm like obviously if you're going the wrong way you're going the wrong way but like yeah that, that was a wild thing to to experience of like there there's no way there's they could navigate this poorly and yet they did and navigation was an issue that's come up throughout the season like there were a few episodes really dedicated segments of people getting lost but like louis and michelle the team that i don't think get lost that often and they got pretty lost here um mm.
2: uh,
1: like, this was just full-on, like, panic mode for a lot of the teams. I feel like, you know, the finale pressure almost is getting to them.
2: Or you, you like, second-guess
1: everything. You're like, oh, are mm-hmm. we going the right way? I didn't see a sign in the last two seconds. Are we going the right way? Like, mm-hmm. it really, like, gets to you.
2: Well, travel times, like, I mean, I don't know what the average travel time is on another leg, but travel times in, like, Iceland, too, and not, like, you're not going to get stuck in traffic. And generally by like the places they went to, everything was kind of like fairly concentrated on like one side of like the island. So it just, yeah, it just was interesting how, and I think you're right, it was just like the pressure of being the final four. And like one mistake could cost us like this leg and not getting through to the finale. So like everybody was just really like panicking and like you say, second guessing themselves.
1: Yeah, this is like a time where I'm like, okay, the non-eliminate, no non-eliminations like really make it a little more exciting. Because you're like mm-hmm. everyone's panicking. They know that whoever checks in last is not going to make it. Like it's just like the, the little bit of the pressure really like cooked a lot of the teams, and like teams that may not make a mistake in this situation really made a mistake. And I feel like maybe that's what gave Emily and Molly a little bit of a push, a little bit of the pressure. I don't know. I just I think it's an interesting. It definitely caused a lot of chaos this episode, which was exciting. Mm. So they eventually. Oh, um, I guess. Meanwhile, we got to talk about Emily and Molly. Uh, they're getting off the thing, and they're at this point. Emily is already walking, <laughs> and you're like, "I'm like, oh, what a rough leg." But Molly has the genius idea of the distraction <laughs> technique, and she's like, "Oh, there's such lush greenery here. Did you see it?" And then like make a wish with the like dandelion or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, this is so great. Like, I, I love this scene. This is so funny
2: such a fun moment but that like that dandelion was not having like any of it i'm like is this just like they have different dandelions over in iceland that they just don't like you can't make a wish on them like it's not possible
1: i was like is this foreshadowing like (laughs) she can't blow out like it's like make a wish and like she can't blow it out and then molly tries she can't blow it out and then she starts ripping it off Mm -hmm. and like that doesn't go like i was like is this foreshadowing of what's happened like they're gonna get eliminated or something like i don't know Mm.
2: maybe it was the cold. maybe like they were just like frozen to like the stem
1: yeah let's hope i mean it was by the glacier so Mm. we'll hope so the roadblock eventually all teams will get there and we've seen this very similar challenge last season um not too exciting but it did change up the lead a little bit like with Derek and Claire getting there first they were able to get ahead and things like and David's getting you know straggling behind because of his mm. uh, water issues but the challenge itself is pretty simple they have to you know uh, rappel into the cave and, and get the clue and then sort of do an obstacle course almost uh, something similar to last season I think that was the worst version of this I think this is a little better but I think you know David not being able to swim and him like hugging the cave walls in the back, you know, and oh, I was so confused when he's like, like Lewis help, but, but he didn't really ask for help. He was just mm. like,
2: just yelling at Lewis. <laughs> yeah.
1: It was a little, it was a little weird. Um, but that was what gave Emily and Molly a chance to catch up. You know, Molly was able to catch up a little bit. They still left last, but it was mm. a lot closer. And and I just thought it was, it was like so tight quarters and everyone was right on top of each other. They were all there at the same time, pretty much. But it just, was a boring challenge but the conditions just made it way more exciting than it probably should have been
2: yeah I agree I feel like the like canyoning challenge is becoming like well it just always has been like a real like staple of like the amazing race the amazing race Australia as well um and I feel like it's always like visually interesting but because of like the nature of the challenge there's generally not a whole lot of points to like overtake it's like you're being like funneled down this track that at times is like one person wide so like how are you going to get past like other people you're with a guide generally they're kind of fairly spaced apart but this like it it worked like thank goodness uh that David like couldn't swim well that it just made like this interesting um and I think to the fact that the clue was at that one spot like with like the waterfall like pouring down on them it just like added to like the drama and it was um yeah interesting to watch but the fact too that like it was right next to him from where he repelled and he went to like the complete opposite side of the cave i like i felt sorry for him
1: yeah the panic set in mm-hmm. he was like land land like and he just ran for the closest or not closest but the his first thought was just to grab the wall and kind of walk around that um yeah this was a surprise like i know we we don't really talk here much from them um but like what is like surprise thing to include in this episode, not include but like happened in this episode where he's just Mm -hmm. like completely you know unable to swim and this is really what seals their fate in the in the whole race um but not entirely i I have some thoughts about that but yeah i thought this was way more fun than it had any right being or uh designed to be teams kind of get in one in the same order that they kind of check out well actually no it didn't because david and aubrey were second and they ended up finishing uh third in this challenge Mm -hmm. but yeah I just thought I thought it was fun. It looks so cool. I would have loved to have done it. Mm. But yeah, so pretty much they get out of there and then their next clue is to go do a non roadblock, non detour challenge. You got to go uh, swim the tectonic plate, the I think it's North American Eurasian plate or European, whatever the words are. Um, plate. And then there's going to be these like volcanoes at the bottom of the eruption cycle not cycle, but eruptions that happened in the country and everything. And you've got to sort of figure out, you know, have it memorized when you get to the clue board. I'm not sure if it was in the same order, but you have to just memorize, you know, the dates mm. and the, the, the name of the volcano, which is obviously not easy in the Icelandic language. Um, teams were already struggling at the beginning of the leg, trying to say these things. Um, I struggle and I was even there like, mm. it's not easy. So I can't imagine, you know, memorizing it in that cold water would be any better. Mm. Um, but I thought this was a cool challenge. I thought that this is where a lot of the teams seemed to struggle. Like, this was the biggest challenge in terms of difficulty for everyone. And I just thought it was exciting. You know, there was, a, like, you couldn't just try and get, like, trial and error this through. You couldn't brute force it. You had to do it again. Like, I, like, thought that that was the most exciting part to the challenges. like, you can't just be like, oh, I think I messed up these two. Let me switch mm. it. No, you have to do it all over again, um, which... <laughs> Rest in peace, David. Um, <laughs> but like, I just thought it was a fun challenge, and I think that all the team, like, this is what really helped Emily and Molly. They figured things out pretty quickly. Um, Claire beasted through it. Mm-hmm. I, I just thought it was a fun challenge.
2: Yeah, this was good. I like that we got like another like, uh, like Claire superstar athlete kind of moment with her. Like, I'm really good at swimming in this, that, whatever else. And I don't know if she mentioned like she did it competitively or swam for like school or something rather. But it was giving me flashbacks to like the. Um, the football challenge um she scouted for rugby <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah I agree I think it worked really well and I like that everybody kind of had a, a different technique so you had lots of people with like the the back and forth which in my mind I'm like I don't know if I knew how many I suppose ahead of time because if you knew ahead of time I would like it'd probably make more sense to like split like the first half and and somebody do the second half but, like, it gave so many interesting moments with Lewis and Michelle, like, Michelle just, like, swimming ahead a mile and Lewis being like, I don't know, I don't remember which one I'm meant to be remembering now because she's gone so far ahead. Um, but, yeah, Claire just beasted it. The fact that as at the end she has the moment where she goes, I think I could have just done that all by myself as well, which was, was really good. Uh, and then Emily and Molly, like, I was getting so worried because I was so sure when they had, like, Their like moment, like to begin with, and they're like, these are going like back in order. So we don't actually really need to remember the date. We just need to remember the name, and then we can like put them in order and like get the dates like off like the board. Um, but then when like they messed that up, I was like, oh, like oh no, like this could go like really badly. So it was just another yeah, good challenge where everything felt really live and like anything could could happen here.
1: It got really exciting at the start because. Like I think Louis and Michelle were still getting dressed when Emily and Molly like checked in or mm. they were like walking to the to the dock or whatever. Like it felt so live. All the teams were there. It felt intense. Like everyone was rushing. They're like, Oh my god, get here. You know, Derek, hurry, we gotta get your contacts in because you can't see with your glasses. Um didn't really need them because Claire was there, but like it just felt so intense. Um and then one extra foil of the challenge is that there's the same volcano erupted multiple times so you have it you know i think cult or whatever was there three times like Mm. in different years so it could throw you off if you're like wait i just memorized wait like you could get thrown off about where where you were which order you were doing it in so i definitely think that there is a lot to it that you know was more like made it super difficult and obviously the elemental conditions of it being freezing cold and you're you know you're trying to rush through it and your body's getting hot and you're staying cold. It's just like the adrenaline and all that. Like, it, it, there's a lot to this challenge that um, maybe on paper doesn't seem like viable, but like it was super intense watching it.
2: Hmm. The fact, too, that like here there was room to overtake at multiple points is like, well, you can overtake because you get them all right and someone else gets them wrong. You can overtake another team in like the water. Um, so I think it was just a really well planned out challenge.
1: We got to talk about the, the big storyline at this point, um, David unable to swim. He could barely do the last challenge this time. He seemed a little bit better because you're just kind of floating on the water, um, and you're wearing a, a wetsuit and everything. So he didn't seem as paranoid, but he was struggling a lot, um, this is where you might say, like, I feel like the argument is like, oh, at this point, it was like obvious that, that they were going home because they couldn't do the challenge. He just refused to go or he wasn't able to swim as fast as he could or, or whatever. But I felt like it was still like, Emily and Molly weren't saved by his inability to swim, I feel like. I feel like they just made dis- many decisions that were like a little poor. Like, mm. the nav- navigation was poor. They got lost on both trips of the leg. And the fact that, you know, Aubrey even said before they took the penalty at the end that she's like, I'm not doing good. Like, she mentioned something about her not doing as well either. Like, I don't know if it was because of him, but, like, she was messing up, too. And, like, the fact that their um, board that they were doing got worse the second time and not Mm -hmm. better. Um, Like, I just felt like there was more than just, oh, David couldn't swim or doesn't know how to swim or whatever. That, like, sealed their fate. Like, I feel like it was, like, Emily Molly performed well and they prefer, like, I feel like there was a lot of factors, not just, oh, he couldn't swim, so these two were saved.
2: Yeah, if it had been, like, Emily and Molly overtaking them in the water, which I don't even think they did the first time around, I think they were still behind them from memory, um, so, like, they got a shot at getting this right, and if they'd got it right on the first time you know, they they would have been out of there ahead of Emily and Molly. So I don't it was, I don't think you can purely put it down to to the swimming factor. Like yes, that probably plays a part in like if you're not a great swimmer and you're kind of scared of water and it's cold, it probably doesn't help memory. But like there's two people to a team, right? And Claire, I mean, she said I could have done this by myself. So you know, like there was the chance for like Aubrey to completely i suppose like beast motor and remember everything so i don't think yeah i agree it wasn't like purely like him not being able to swim that would have got them out like he could have been a great swimmer and like their memories still might have like failed them like you say there was there was so many wrong it wasn't like two things were switched around it was like pretty much the entire board (laughs) was like popped up (laughs) red as wrong so um yeah i think even if he'd been a fine swimmer they would have just struggled with like the memory part of the challenge
1: And I think it, like, I I thought of the storytelling of this episode, because, I I mean, you've got me thinking about Winner's Edit for this show so much now. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think the storytelling of it was cool of, like, you know, Emily's got this injury, and that's, like, one of their big struggles that they have going on with them. And then, like, it sort of, like, evens out a little bit of the playing field of, like, David can't swim. So it's, like, it just, like, adds to the drama of, like, you know, what's going to kind of win out in the end. Like, it just, it it made it a lot more compelling as, like, a a TV narrative Mm. to watch that I just was like, oh, I'm invested. Um, And we've not been, uh, we've seen this kind of thing before where someone's, like, afraid or they've got a fear or they can't do something that it just, like, paralyzes them and it it gets them. So it's, like, classic Amazing Race as well uh, to Mm. have something like this going on as well.
2: Yeah, it wasn't to the level where he physically couldn't do the challenge which which we've seen before like people be like so afraid that like they can't do the challenge so like you're taking the penalty you're going home it's like they attempted this twice um and
1: i was shocked that he even got in again like when they got it mm. wrong i was like man i was like surprised that he even got in the second time yeah so i was like credit to him for 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 trucking through it Mm. Because I don't know, like, I mean, obviously, I, I like to swim, I know how to swim, so it's, I can't put myself in those shoes, but I can't imagine if that was something that I couldn't do or, or struggled with, like, I could get it, go in a third time, even, like, they, they stopped it, too, but.
2: Hmm, this was, like, deep, like, like, it's, like, deep water, too, Um, and you kind of, I suppose, have, like, this the sides to hold on to, but I think, like, definitely swimming-wise, tougher than, like, the cany- canyoning challenge. So it was just, like, taking it to a whole another level for him.
1: Yeah, because the canyon was, like, oh, just a physical get-through-it kind of deal. Mm. Like, mind over matter. Um, this, you can't. You have to, like, focus, and, like, I can't understate how cold that water can get. Like, that mm. can get so cold, so you can, like, mess up, like, your memory. Like, because your body's not only focused on trying, you're trying to, he's trying to swim, but he's also trying to memorize these things. He's also trying to combat, like, the cold that he's facing, like... And obviously, if your mask is loose, or you know, like he's talked about it, you know, fogging up, or what it, like, so many things like happening. You know, overstimulation. Mm. And I think that this this was just so like it was a lot. I mean, a lot of the episode, but it was like so much of the excitement of the episode like hinging on this like final challenge. And it was it was just so dramatic and so exciting to watch. And um, like the lead changed so many times and everything. It was just I this is the best challenge. Yeah, and then the the mechanic of getting the clue is kind of fun i like that of like the the woman pulls the board out and like all the sand or whatever falls out or that ash i guess for the mm-hmm. volcano i guess falls down and you see the where the, you have to go um which you've been there before i hmm so great location i thought they were going to go down on those rocks down there below
2: mm. but
1: they sit on the top i thought it would have been cool to go down there but so, what a great location to end. Um, and, yeah, uh, I guess we should talk about the thoughts to taking the penalty. Like, it was just a point that they couldn't do the challenge, that they had to take the penalty. Like, what, what are your thoughts on the, how that shook down?
2: No, uh, I think it was probably, like, I'm like in my mind, it was the right decision. I don't think they were going to get this kind of no matter how many times they tried it, it seemed. Um And like we said, there were some navigation issues at the start of the episode. But generally, it's one of the easier places to navigate. And, like, Gulf like, it's a big thing. There'll be be signs for that along the way. Like, it would be very hard to kind of get lost. Um, So I think it was fine. It was probably the right decision. I did think it was weird that when they're checking in, we get a thing that's, like, two hours later Um, in my head feel like they probably didn't make them wait out the two-hour pen penalty like surely not surely emily and molly have like already checked in and they're just like just like start heading out and we'll, we'll pretend that you've waited the two hours although i mean it did look a fair bit darker but to me that'd be weird to make them wait that out if they were definitely in the last team and they're definitely going home
1: yeah no suspense and not elimination so they hopefully they didn't <laughs> make it i can't imagine it costs more money to film extra you know like i yeah. can't imagine that they're um but I guess
2: if they've reserved the locations for, you know, the day, I guess there's no harm. Mm. And if they maybe they want, like, a genuine reaction of, like, well, oh, it, it might not be us.
0: <laughs> or if they're saying to you,
2: everyone else has checked you, I'm like, can you, do, you guys can just leave and get to the pit stop. Um, they didn't edit it like it was a suspense of who was going. No.
1: <laughs> like, so I don't know why they would
2: drag it out for them. Emily and Molly have gone two hours in the wrong direction. You can't find the place. I mean, that would be brutal. Mm
1: -hmm. That would be the
2: worst. That would be worse. The worst outcome possible. Yeah, they've gone to Godefoss instead of Goldfoss. Uh, They've got confused. They don't remember what the thing on the board said. Their Expedia trip is is not working out for them. Lots of Expedia promotion this episode.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Hey, we got to thank at least the sponsor for keeping us going during uh, Mm -hmm. tougher times, you know?
2: Yeah. As much as we miss the Travelocity Roaming Gnome.
1: Hey, if they got the Expedia, you know, Salamander or whatever, I'll take it.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. I'll take any mascot. Uh, But yeah, so the teams check in. We got our final three teams. Derek and Claire, Lewis and Michelle, Emily and Molly. I think it's a stacked final three. I know Emily's got an injury, but I still think it's like the strongest three teams left. I mean, maybe Michael and Marcus, you could argue, but I think they're like the best three here.
2: Okay, I guess you're yeah. Great. Sorry, I'm I'm with you on that. <laughs> I was just, I was yeah, just so, thinking, um, Abby and Will. I don't know. <laughs> no, nah, I think I think I'm, you're right. It, yeah, they were never last to check in. So, uh, but yeah, I,
1: I don't know. I think that the, this is this is a good. They've all won legs, so you you don't have any of that like doubt of like, you know, all, like got Aubrey and David didn't come in with a win, mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. there's no like everyone's got a win in their belt. Um. I think it's going to be an exciting final three. I think that we've got like I think Emily and Molly are probably the third place <laughs> finisher, unfortunately,
2: because
1: mm-hmm. um, those final legs usually tend to be physical.
2: Yeah. So Derek and Claire and Lewis and Michelle like three wins each as well. So it's very like yeah, you know, like you said, very even. And the fact that I think throughout the entire race there was only four teams that that won a leg, and three of them are here is yeah, is impressive. So I think. I think it'll be something to look forward to. I agree with you. I feel like if I'm like putting a prediction out there, like Emily and Molly might be the team that is kind of out of the picture early on, but I could see this being like very close finish wise between Derek and Claire and Lewis and Michelle.
1: Yeah. I think last time when Kristen brought it up, I was like, I could see like a, like a nail biting finish between these two. Like, I think it could Mm -hmm. be minutes like between them or like seconds, even like, I think it could be that close. Which could be see. nice
2: because we never really like really get that. I think well, last well, season was pretty while. close, mm.
1: though. I mean, it wasn't like I think it was a few minutes, but like I think that was pretty close. Uh, but yeah, like sometimes sometimes it's like a, all right, a few hours later the sun set already. Um, yeah, you know, they're they're not winning, but um, yeah, I think this can be exciting. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I don't want to overhype it too much and it be a letdown and but yeah, and, and also I'd be happy with any team winning. Like I, I like all three of the teams, so.
2: Mm, yep. Yeah.
1: All right. Predictions. Where did we put our favorite navigation <laughs> helicopter pilot duo of the, Aubrey and David? They finished fourth. Let's see how we did. I put them at seventh, so I'm not too bad. Colin Put them at fifth? Colin was calling his one Mm. off? The best, his best one yet. Uh, Jared, where did you put them? You put them... Oh, fourth! Right on! Oh, (laughs) Uh, Didn't even know that. Um, Kristen put them at three. Uh, AI1 put them at three. And AI2 put them at ten. So, Jared, you get the point.
2: Wow. I'm surprised I got the point, but more so surprised that I was just waiting for, and Kristen's also put them at fourth, so you both get a point, so you don't gain on her at all. Yeah, but
1: we're close. Like, it, it's been so close, and the predictions are super, like, similar. Mm. Um, Complete like reverse
2: a, of last season.
1: Yeah. Like Just looking at the finale, um, I have both Derek and Claire and Lewis and Michelle as my top two, so... Uh, I have a very good shot of getting mm-hmm. it. Um, Colin has Derek and Claire as third and Lewis and Michelle winning. so he's very close. You have Lewis and Michelle and Derek and Claire second and third. So you're very close. Uh, Kristen has uh, Lewis and Michelle second. Uh, unfortunately, that's about it. I think she will not get Derek and Claire she put them at fourth. Uh, and we all put Emily and Molly at very scattered uh, lower mm-hmm. placements. So, unfortunately, they're off. Um, yeah, so it's it's a close close race. In terms of the total count tally, you now have four. Kristen has five. I have two. Colin and the AI have one. And the other AI has nothing. So, it, it's really neck and neck between you two at this point. Um, I might get a few points, but I won't be able to catch Kristen. I mean, maybe. I'll tie her at most. Mm-hmm. So, um, you're the only one who has a chance to overtake and win. So right That's now it's it. looking like a Kristen win slash tie, if, yeah. unless you
2: can overtake. QAI one getting all three points.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it still won't be Kristen. So, but anyway, Colin's losing. AI <laughs> two is losing. AI one's probably losing. So it's really between the three of you, Kristen and I, but mm-hmm. mostly you two. Well,
2: that seems fair. The people that actually appear on the podcast.
1: Yeah, not the AI, uh, not 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 the buckaroo AI. Um. <clears throat> yeah, uh, we got to write this episode. What did you think? I
2: think I'm gonna buy it. Yes. Um, kind of come up on it throughout the episode, and I think just the familiarity of of being there, like it just adds something a bit more special to the episode
1: yeah i was gonna i was gonna go if you were like hesitating a little longer i would have gone first and said i was gonna buy it and try and convince you to buy it um this i thought this was great hmm. one of the best i don't know what the, the other one that was really close it would be but this was a great episode i loved it and like you said i think i even had a little more familiarity having done some of these things um yeah so it was it was crazy to have had that experience i don't think i've ever had that before like other than when maybe they were in new york or something like that but like this is truly, like, such a gift to watch this episode. And, like, probably the dream outcome, no offense, Aubrey and David. Um, Like, mm. the best outcome that could have happened. Yeah. And, like, defying expectations of, like, I, I was coming into this. I was expecting an Emily and Molly boot. But to not get that was just, ah, oh, it was great. Same. Was great.
2: I still really thought, even, like, throughout the episode, I s- still felt like they could still be, like, medically evacuated. Because she made some <laughs> comment early on of, like, I, like, I can't, like, push it anymore today. Like, I'm, I'm under orders, this, that, whatever else. I'm like, they could still, I'm, I'm like, in the back of my head, I'm like, they could still get medically evacuated off this show.
1: Yeah, hopefully not. Uh, but they made it to the finale. So even if they uh, can't compete physically, they'll just they'll just show up at the finale pit stopper, yeah. you know, <laughs> having not on the
2: challenges. Three two-hour penalties. So they have to wait six hours of the teams waiting at the mat for, for, for them to take out their penalty before they can check in.
1: Well, maybe they, if they do the double roadblock, you know, four hours for that, plus a, a two-hour route info, six out mm-hmm. yeah. But anyway, I'm excited. I don't know where we're going. I don't know if they mentioned it in the episode, but we're going somewhere in the U.S. probably. And I'm looking forward to it. I think we got a great episode. Great, It's been a great season so far. I've enjoyed it. So I'm looking forward
2: to the finale. Yeah, same. I feel like it's going to be a really close race. So I'm um, I'm looking forward to it
1: thank you jared you have been a staple are you gonna be here for the finale um
2: surely right you
1: can't miss the last one you i know that'd
2: be terrible uh, no i'll be here i mean i'm like that uh, invested in, in the predictions so i'll I, have to and have emily to
1: molly your favorite team
2: yes yeah if they could win i mean then it would justify the winners edit and just be like amazing it's like such like a top a of the winner thing, ranking for you though. Oh, definitely up there. I mean, I love Colin and Christy as well, and them winning is kind of amazing. So, but they'd be up there with them, I think. All right.
1: Yeah, we have a lot to talk about next next episode next week for the finale. Can't believe it. We've talked about almost every episode of the season, and yeah, it's been a great season. I've loved every minute, and hopefully, everyone listening has uh, as well. Um, but we'll hear, be back for the finale in the U.S. to talk about everything and we'll have two new epic winners of the race and we'll see you then.
0: Thanks for downloading this episode of the Oz Network. Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to the podcast by Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or by copying our RSS feed into your preferred podcast provider.